Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, this is why we can't have nice things. Put Jason Dominguez in a Yankee uniform, and he gets injured and he's done for the year like the all the other Yankees. So, Yankees get some real bad news, bad break, really a double whammy. Uh, lose Jason Dominguez, will need um, off-season Tommy John surgery. Now, I know that sounds weird because he's a position player, but a torn UCL in his elbow there. Uh, again, probably on maybe the home run swing from Friday night. Who knows, but that's torn. He gets uh, shut down for the rest of the season, and that, if that is enough, a double whammy. Uh, Yankees also lose Luis Severino for the rest of the season uh, with the torn left oblique, and probably this, you know, probably the reason why he's been up and down all season as well. There, so again, double whammy for the Yankees. Lose two key vital pieces. Again, I know they weren't going to be make, making the playoffs, but they just gave you a little glimmer of hope. But now with those two gone. You could say at this point, you put the nail in the coffin of the season. And this comes off of the Yankees having really a sloppy, terrible uh, weekend series against the Milwaukee Brewers at home, which should have been a little nicer, you know, um, you know, with old-timers day and kind of commemorating the, uh, you know, 25th anniversary of the 98 team. But really, that almost goes away as a blip because uh, it was just a miserable day at the stadium. You know, not only the Yankees lose that game in uh, sloppy fashion, we also had some rain and the flooding at the stadium. And was, this whole weekend was just a mess for the Yankees. And they gave a little hurrah, you know, Winning the last game there, great. But uh, at that point, you know, the season's already over just with the news coming down with Dominguez there. So getting into all that, but make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Again, it's going to be a long off season. going to be a lot of moves. going to be maybe some firings. Uh, so you want to catch all of it, get my take, get my angle on all stuff. So make sure you subscribe to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. And also check out the YouTube channel. Again, so maybe not as frequently updated as this podcast, but uh, always you know, new content going up there, new videos, interviews, and all cool stuff. So go to the YouTube channel, Section 420, Talking Yankees, and make sure to subscribe there as well. So... This would have been a good match. I mean, you know, Brewers a team about, you know, 14, 15 games over 500. Kind of, you know, definitely looking like they're making a shot for the playoffs there. So, you know, if the Yankees were to, you know, have any, any hope, any hope at all of kind of getting back into this, which they kind of put themselves in a position with a little good run there. Can taking three out of four in Detroit, sweeping the Astros, taking two out of three against Detroit at home. They should have taken all three, but nevertheless, and plus all the hype and excitement with Jason Dominguez. You figure, hey, you know what? Only six, seven games out of wild card here, you know? Mm. Well, that's just all gone now because losing Dominguez and Severino, you would just, again, you would need those two pieces if you would have any prayer. Again, not that there was a prayer to be had, but with those two guys gone, that, that the prayer is gone with that one. So Friday night, started off good with the Yankees, and again, Dominguez with a home run in the third inning there with Judge on, kind of good omen there. Put the Yankees up early, 2 nothing, but then shortly blowing the lead there. Then Severino needed to be taken out of the game. They weren't sure. It looked like he really was in pain with his, the core of his body. And of course, afterwards, you get the bad news that, uh, yes, a little terror in the oblique or severe strain. Uh, nevertheless, has to be shut down for the rest of the season. And possibly that might have been the last pitch he might have thrown in the Yankee uniforms. Now he enters the free agency. And you really got to wonder, you know, are you going to be bringing this guy back? You know, so injury prone. Again, when he's healthy, he's good. We've seen him had, you know, his last three starts, you know, take two out of three of them. We're brilliant. You know, I know he gave up a couple of two-run home runs in Houston. It wasn't like garbage. I meant still three pretty decent starts. Before that, he was throwing up zeros. Uh, so it looked like he found whatever he was, you know, he lost early in the season. But then now you see this injury. And again, you know, is this a guy you're going to want to bring back? Um, I can't see you commit more than one year to this guy. I mean, unless it's a real team-friendly one-year deal, okay. Really, the dollar amount doesn't matter. It's just more like you can't give this guy a, a more than one year because the, the injuries, whether it's the elbow, now it's the oblique, 
Um, he's had Tommy John surgery uh, before with the Yankees. It's just always something with this guy. I would not go more than one year with him. But, again, that's going to be something going through the offseason. But, again, a good opportunity, good shot that he probably maybe threw his last pitch in a Yankee uniform and, unfortunately, uh, would come in a losing effort. Yankees held it close, but it was really a three-run seventh there. And, you know, Greg Weissart and Loisga. Again, Loisga, who's been relatively good for the Yankees since coming back, got slapped around here, and the Yankees dropped the first game by a score of 8-2. to two. And, of course, it's kind of over, it would overshadow that as the news that Severino's been done for the year. So, again, if the Yankees had any kind of hope of kind of crawling, creeping, being crawling back into the wild card hunt there, uh, you would need someone like Severino. I mean, Nesta Cortez is already gone. Rendon is just terrible. You don't, I mean, you don't know what you're going to get when the guy goes out there. Uh, you know, Severino's least a little glimmer of light there alongside Coles has been brilliant, uh, but you can't just be Cole alone. So with Severino, there goes those hopes. And then, of course, the dagger in the second game there. Jason Dominguez goes 0 for 4, and you figure, man, maybe just, the kid finally had a, just a bad day or whatever. So uh, we'll get into that a little bit after the game. But as for the game itself, this was a Yankees old-timers day. So, And I kind of got into this in a previous episode. It's re- it's really not the same. Well, they don't play a game. They all just kind of get out there in the uniform for a photo op. It's cool to see some of the guys back. Again, this was kind of really focusing on the 98 Yankee team. Of course, the big highlight was this was Derek Jeter's first time back in the Yankee uniform for old-timers day. And this is the whole thing, again, mentioned, like, you know, a guy like Jeter maybe doesn't want to play shortstop and look like an idiot, you know, look stupid, bobbling a ball. I mean, we remember how Jeter, how graciously he played the game and played the field there. So, again, I got to understand a player like him and his players in general just don't want to do that anymore. But, you know, that was the, the lore, the charm of Yankee Old Timers Day, you know, to see a, a guy from the late 60s go up against a guy, you know, that played in the 80s and pitch against him and Ron Guidry pitching against Homer Bush or something. You know, it was cool to see that. Will ever come back? I don't know. It doesn't seem like that. And kind of this goes back to like a lot of people saying like this is not the same Yankee organization. Hal isn't, isn't George and, uh, you know, old timers days and the old timers they were used to be. Again, I can see some of that. There's some of that argument with things like that. You know, usually when these things like sort of like the DH, once you cross that line, it doesn't come back. So like once you have the DH in the National League, I don't think it's ever going to come back. So I don't think you'll ever see Yankee old timers day the way it was. It's kind of a shame. But, you know, maybe at some point they bring back. Let's see. Again, that was all just due to the whole COVID restriction, which you understand at the time, all right, you want to bring these guys back and not have them on the field too much against each other with COVID going around. Some of these guys are older in the 60s and 70s. All right, I get it. But, you know, now COVID's kind of done. I mean, even O'Neal now is around the team who's supposedly not vaccinated. So uh, let's see, maybe at some point they do play the game. But as for the game itself, uh, we're able to get it in now. There was a bit of a washout, big rains in New York. And I had this too one time. When I went. I remember the first year at the, at the new stadium, quote-unquote new stadium, that was back in 2009. And it was a game against the Tigers. And it, it was like a delayed start, and the rains came down. Literally, we were up in the upper deck, and it was like waterfalls. So I don't know. They got to do a little better the, the drainage system there. Uh, and I remember that, that game, actually, they were able to play it. And I remember Mark Desher had a big three-run home run of somewhere. I can't remember that. But nevertheless, I, I always just remember that game, though. But just the the, the monsoons and the, like the waterfall coming down the stairs uh, at the new stadium there. It's the, I don't know about the drainage system. It's a little tricky there. And a lot of fans just left early. Game itself was close. Michael King started it. But again, it was the Yankee bullpen and some sloppy play, really some sloppy infield play. Uh, kicking the ball around there. Loisga, who got smacked around the night before, as well as Matt Crook, who they had to bring up just to get a fresh arm. I guess probably, you know, uh, with all these pitches like Severino dropping, really got crushed in the seventh and eighth. The Yankees end up dropping the second game by a score of nine to two. And really at that point, uh, you know, you get the news afterwards. And Jason Dominguez, who went 0 for 4 in the game, has a torn UCL, will need Tommy John surgery. Now, the Yankees had this before. I mean, uh, other players, I remember Glaber Torres after his first year, he needed Tommy John surgery. 
2019, I think uh, Aaron Hicks, he needed as well. So really for position players, it's not as bad. And I think that the time the time frame is much shorter to come back. So you've seen estimates from six months to nine to 10 months recovery. But they're all saying it really shouldn't interfere with his 2024 campaign. Let's see. Now, they haven't scheduled a date for the, the surgery. But obviously, you want to get it done as soon as possible just so he can get on the road to recovery to come back. Again, it doesn't seem something that affects a pitcher as much where you pitch, you know, you have to go through a whole rehab thing, you build your arm strains. It's a little different beast. So hopefully it's something, you know, it's not too complicated and you can come back and just pick up what well, was, you know, giving the Yankee fans something to be cheery about. So I guess as soon as the Martian landed, now the Martian takes off and goes to Mars and uh, you're not going to see him again until 2024, which then brings us to the final game, Garrett Cole versus Corbin Burns. And this is a game where the Yankee offense, you know, as bad as it's been this season, this, this is probably the worst display actually got no hit into the 11th inning now burns went eight innings and he was as brilliant as well now cole on the other hand was as bad as self you know they're both pitchers again in top form uh kept both uh, teams off the board but finally the brewers were able to punch through with a run in the 11th there for a one nothing lead now the yankees would tie it in the bottom of the 11 finally getting a hit and it was um oswaldo cabrera with ghost runner volpe on able to single him in ties the game at the point one one now in the 12th the Brewers put two on the board and went ahead three to one. And then with a runner on bottom of the 12th, Gio calls Stant with probably the, it might be the only big clutch hit home slash home run he's had all season. Not too much late inning magic from him, but goes opposite field, two run clutch home run to tie the game in the 12th. So again, the Yankees showing some grit, some gut coming back this for the second time in this game after being no hit through, you know, 10 innings. But in the 13th, finally, the Yankees lucky inning. Uh, with a runner on Higgy, uh, with a single to left field, easily runner scores in the Yankees, with a walk-off 4-3 to three win there to, to a really somewhat of an empty Yankee stadium there, again, early in the game. Uh, you know, a lot of rains, terrible weather, and then, of course, at that point, just the Yankees are just, just miserable, totally, just, again, a lot of this dark clouds, not only with the weather, but it's kind of losing Dominguez, and uh, Severino's gone, and uh, you got a washout on old-timers day, and there's just a lot of stuff there, and plus, of course, Sunday was the first day of uh, football, week one, so kind of like everyone's attention was kind of glued towards that, so, you know, even the Yankees had a little good moment there, there was really no one around to even see it, and the Yankees lucky to finally take that last game uh, by a score of 4-3, to three. but now find themselves, again, you know, when they were kind of almost crawling up a little bit, but now back into the AL East basement there uh, with a record of 71 to 72. Now they go over to Boston for three games. So again, Boston's a team ahead of them. So, hey, look, if they want to at least, you know, get out of that fifth place hole there, just at least get with some some victory, some dignity to, to sort of close out the season, they'll have an opportunity to do that against the Red Sox. But of course, the rest of the way, no more Dominguez, no more Luis Severino. It would have been nice at least Dominguez for a couple more weeks just to, you know, see what he could do and maybe just, you know, give us a little excitement, a little, even if it's a false hope just give us something but with those two gone now you guys say really the season at this point is probably officially over with those two gone and now it's just a matter of maybe how many starts does Cole have just as he tries to creep closer to getting American League Cy Young Award for himself that's about the only thing you're looking forward to and I don't know maybe at some point they just finally just shut down Judge just because you know he's been okay he's been playing the field but again he has the torn ligament in the toe at this point is there any reason to push him any further you might see a situation maybe in a week that is to finally decide to shut down Judge. And then, again, we're going to enter into a very peculiar, interesting offseason. Now, other players being mentioned, uh, Mike Trout, supposedly news going around that if he would want to leave uh, as for a trade, obviously he has a no-trade clause, the Angels would entertain sending him somewhere. Now, of course, everyone's going to say, Yankee, Yankee, Yankees. He's a South Jersey guy. Um, I don't know if he's more of a Phillies fan or a Yankees fan, to tell you the truth. Uh, but, of course, you know, you're going to hear a lot of people say, oh, go, go get him. But... Again, he has a lot of money left. He's always hurt. I would not touch that. I mean, he's a great player when he plays. We all know that. But 
he's hurt all the time. And we have enough of that with the Yankees as it is and guys playing, making a lot of money were hurt. So again, I would not touch that with a 50 foot pole, but that's going to be some of the noise you're going to hear this off season. So that's the episode. Uh, drop two out of three against the Brewers. Severino gone. Dominguez gone. Bit of a washout for old timers day, uh, but cool to see Joe Jeter back. And I guess the one look at the moment was uh, Willie Adamas from the Milwaukee Brewers coming over to see his idol Jeter there. And they had a little bit of a moment. And of course, later in the game, Adamas would punish the Yankees with a home run. But nevertheless, uh, I guess he had a good weekend for him. So, you know, I'm glad you enjoyed your New York stay there, Adamas. Catch you next time. Mm-hmm.